many, how many of y'all know that failure is not the end? Tell your neighbor, failure is not the end. Tell them one more time. Failure is not the end. Amen. Failure is not the end. Sometimes failure, if failure is set up right, failure can be the, the catalyst that will propel you into your future. All, all failures are not bad. Some failures are good. I was speaking to the diagonal on last night, and we were talking about... Uh, Michael Jordan, how Michael Jordan on the first pick was not even picked to uh, be on the team. They left him off. He looked at the list, looked at that list 10 different times, never saw his name on the list. So what did Michael Jordan do? Michael Jordan then, he went and started practicing ball by himself under the moonlight. He practiced and practiced and practiced for one whole season. When that season came around next year, he ran to the board to see if his name was there. Of course, his name was on the board. The truth of the matter is, Michael Jordan might not have ever been the great player that he is right, that he was, if it not been the failure that was in his life. If we stop making excuses for the failures that have come in our lives and start using these failures as stepping stones, God has given you just the right amount of problems, just the right amount of uh, uh, enemies, just the right amount of doors open so that you can be successful. Tony, you got everything you need to be successful. The only thing is you're going to start putting labels on them and just start thinking God and work your way around. When you work your way around it, you're going to walk into, you're going to walk into the fullness of God. Uh, I often talk about uh, David and uh, David and uh, what's the other guy's name? David and Saul. David never would have been the man that he was if it wasn't if it had not been for Saul. Jesus never would have been our savior had it not been for the cross. <laughs> Is that right? So you can see what men label as failures is actually appointment by God for your success. This is why I had y'all some time ago doing something really crazy. I had y'all praising, you remember back in the temple, I had y'all praising God for the devil. Thank God for the devil. Thank God. Thank God he got in my way. And after he got in my way, I thank God he gave me the grace to go around him. Everything is for your good. Even the demons in hell is for your good. As long as you don't let them ride you. Amen. They block ways. That makes you pray. Hallelujah. Somebody got sick. You experienced the, the miracle of healing. If they had never been sick, you never would have known about it. Some people in the church are put in their church just to keep the prayer service going. Thank God. Why? They're mountains. But as you walk around the mountains in your life, that's when you'll find that God's power is in you as never before. How many of y'all know it's happening now? My success is happening right now. I'm being blessed right now. Amen. Can you thank God for your trouble? Can you thank God for your troubles? God, I thank you for my trouble. Amen. You praise God for it. Why? Because Romans says how many things? All things what? Work to, do you believe that scripture? You believe that scripture? Anybody got some trouble right now? That you can stand to your feet right now and say, God, thank God for this trouble. 
Amen. Thank God. I mean, sincerely. Don't say it because I said this. Thank him again. God, I, I thank God for this trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all going to get there after a while. I, I, you know, can, can you just try it one more time? Say, thank God for this trouble. Amen. Praise God for it. Amen. Because why? He allows it. He allows it. The devil can't come to you except God allow it. And when God allow it, he allow a mountain. Why do he allow the mountain? He allows the mountain because you have faith to move it. Amen. He allows the mountain because you have what? Faith to remove it. You've got to have some problems in your life that you can solve yourself. Not that Bishop Harris got to solve. You've got to have some problems in your life that only you and God going to solve. Am I making myself clear? Amen. Sometimes we run for a little oil and uh, Bishop pray, lays hands on me and just pray for me. And amen, everything going to be all right. No, but there are problems that God will put in your life that I can't solve for you. It has to be something that you and God got to solve. And the reason for that is, is so that you can move your mountain. I can't move all your mountain. Tell your neighbor, I can't move all your mountain. See, I can advise you, but I can't move your mountain. Only you can move your mountain. All right, amen. So we got to understand that. And sometimes what it is, we want to have faith in God. But the thing that's going to cause you to have faith in God is an experience. No experience, you'll never have faith without an experience in God. And in order to have that experience, you got, it has to appear as if you have failed. Now, when it appears as if you have failed, don't panic. Say it with me, if it looked like you failed, don't panic. You're about to have your doors kicked open. Could God not have brought Israel out of the land of Egypt without all that, all that rigmarole? Could he have done it? Yes, he could have done it. But before he sent Moses, he put a barricade in his way. Before he sent Moses down there, he said, I got to produce faith. And the only way I'm going to produce some faith, I got to put some mountains in front of them. You see, when they got to that mountain at the Red Sea, they had already had a whole lot of other mountains in their life. That was only the big one. What mountain did they have put in their way? Anybody? What mountain did they have in their way before they got to the Red Sea? Slavery. All right, somebody else. Yeah, doing work without straw. They even cruise Moses. Moses, what in the world? Want you to shut up? You come down here, talking about setting us free now. At least they bought the straw to us. Now all of a sudden, we got to go out in the field and get our own straw. And they still got to make the same amount of brick. Was God behind that? Yes. A lot of your trouble, God is behind your trouble. But He's behind your trouble to give you an expected end. This is why Paul said, I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded he's able to keep that which I commit into his hand. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So start thanking God for those things that are happening in your life. It can't happen in your life except God permitted to happen. What other, what other uh, mountain did they have down there? Lord have mercy. That was a terrible one, Lord. That mountain didn't never get moved, did it? They, they misplaced it, but never was removed. What other mountain? The fear of leaving. 
That's right. Man, goodness gracious, you hit them tonight. <laughs> and you got to believe that sitting right in this room right now, we are in bondage and we are there because we are afraid to leave our bondage. We feel safe and comfortable in the bondage that we are in. We are familiar, and this is what they said. When they ever looked like they were going to get on the outside of it, some of you talking about now, I ain't got no money, and money would start coming to you right now. You say, oh my God, I wish I was poor again. <laughs> no, Bishop, I'll never do that. You don't know that. You think you'll be happy with money. Well, I want another house. If you get a big house, big yard, guess what? You got to cut the lawn. Living in a project, you don't have to cut no grass. You don't have to worry about storm windows. You don't have to worry about painting. All you got to do is pay a little bit of rent. Amen? When you ride in a cab, you don't have to worry about tires. You don't have to worry about gas. All you got to do is pay the fare. You got to understand with everything that comes along, it comes of responsibility. And a lot of times we are not willing to have that responsibility. We, would, we fear of coming out of our difficulty. We stay there because we want to stay there. Sometimes we are staying there because we want people to be sorry for you. Amen. Tell somebody next to you, I don't feel sorry for you. Oh, you can tell when people get excited, you know, get that spirit on them. They come to church and, oh, Lord Hammers, oh, I want y'all to just pray for me. Oh, y'all just don't love me. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. My rent ain't paid. My rent ain't paid. Well, tears ain't going to pay it. Get a job. Find a way. Let your, let your creative juices on the inside of you start flowing and your rent will get paid. I wish I had a witness in here that if you would let your mind go and let God work in your mind, a way will be made for your rent to be paid. Anybody in here? Your problem is not because you got the bill. Your problem is you won't let God work in you to work you out of your situation. You like where you are. You can't move anything that you love. If you love being defeated, guess what? You'll keep on getting defeated. Y'all pray for me. I fell in sin. I fell in sin that time. It was just too much for me. I don't feel sorry for you. That blood of Jesus was shed for you and you keep falling in sin. I don't feel sorry for you. This is the faith that overcomes the world, even your what? Talk about that last week. What? Say it loud. Even your faith. Have a conversation to your neighbor and ask them, do you enjoy being where you are right now? Let's, let's talk to them. Answer them, answer them, answer them. Ask them another question. Are you willing to accept the responsibility of your next move? Israel was not willing to accept the responsibility. What Israel said was this. Every time she got into trouble, this is what she said. She said, oh, that I was back there in Egypt. Because at least we had fish, onions, and what else? And leeks.
and in the wilderness they had banner that came down from heaven. But because their own way was more comfortable for them, I'd rather go back and make bricks without straw than it is to be out here and trust God by faith. And all I got to do is walk out in the morning and my bread is already out there. The way is already made, but the devil is making you feel comfortable in your misery. You got to move that mountain. Mm. Let's give somebody a high five. I said, please help me move this mountain. <laughs> Don't try to move the smoky mountain. Move smoky you. Can you move? Can your faith move you into where God wants you to be? Can you see it happening? Can you see yourself out of your situation? Can you see yourself with $200,000 in the bank? You wish it, but can you see it? Are you willing to pay the taxes? Success carries a price with it. We want these things, but are we willing to take the responsibility that go along with it? Israel wanted the freedom, but she wanted to eat dead fish and onions. That make your breath smell bad. Can you see it happening for you? Can you see yourself coming out of your difficulty? Can you do me a favor, confess to somebody, I am not ordained to stay in trouble. My feet is not in cement. Tell them again, my feet is not in cement. Watch me. I'm coming out of this thing. Coming out with a praise. Because the Lord going to show me how to get out of here. And when he show me, I'm going to say, yes, Lord. I'll do your will. There is a way out of Egypt. And the thing that's going to get you out there is going to be your faith. When you can see it by faith, you'll come out of Egypt. When you can see it by faith, you're going to come out of the bondage that you're in. But not until you're able to see it will you be able to come out of it. You know why God put Israel, let them down there with all of, the, all of them ten plagues that they overcome? You know why he had to do that? God was all the time trying to build their faith. And then when he brought them out there, he said, I can't come straight to the promised land. Anybody remember why God couldn't come directly to the promised land? Exactly. Exactly. And what God said, they're not used to fighting. They're used to rolling over. <laughs> they're used to rolling over. Touch your name and say, are you used to rolling over? He said, I got to come a difficult way. I got to come through wilderness. They ain't got enough faith yet. I got to come through a wilderness. If I turn them directly to their blessing, they are not used to fighting. They used to submitting. They are used to saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, I'll do it. 
And so God left them in Egypt. And sometimes the reason why God leave us where we are is because he's trying to build your muscle up so that you can come out of the situation that you're in. They saw 10 gods defeated in the lane of Egypt. And this is what God said. He said, Pharaoh, I harden your heart for this purpose. He said, go down and tell them, let my people go. But I know he will not let them go. Why? The people are not ready. I can't want for more for you than you want for yourself. But when you get the desire in your heart, God will bring you out. God will bring you out. God will bring you out. God will deliver you. God will set you on high. Amen. I wish I had a witness in this house. He will set you on high. Do you want anything? The Bible says, this is the first thing he said. He said, whatsoever things, first of all, you desire. <laughs> what do you desire? You got to want something. Whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall what? Have them. But the first thing you got to have, you got to have a desire. Give somebody a high five. Say, I want more than I got. <laughs> See, you got to get to the place of an explosion. It's too calm where you are now. Get to a place for explosion. Most of us don't like to get into a place where we got to use our faith. We like to be comfortable. I don't have to handle faith. All I got to do is keep the routine up. Are y'all ready to get into a place where you got to use your faith? Are you ready to get to a place where you got to use your faith? I'm in the right place at the right time. I got the right amount of circumstances. The right amount of circumstances. The right amount of barricades. Everything in my life is perfect for me to go to my next level. Because when I come out of this, I ain't going to take no credit. It's going to take God to get me out of this. But I'm coming out of this situation. I'm going to be a miracle when I come out of this thing. I'm going to be a miracle when I come out of this thing. Amen. I wish I had somebody here to go jump to your feet. So I'm going to be a miracle coming out of this thing. Woo. We, we, when we, you know, back then, all we had to do was think about what Jesus would do for us. And we just go to shout. 